This is The Jerry Callahan Show. I'm starting to think it might be worth uh, watching my uh, 401k go up in flames and paying five bucks a gallon for gas and uh, watching the southern border just overrun. It might be worth it for the entertainment value we're getting from the Biden family. Uh, we get the latest from Joe Biden in in the Rose Garden. He can't even get through a speech in the Rose Garden without getting heckled. Uh, we'll tell you about that. And uh, Jill Biden stepped in for a husband for a day and stepped and stuck her foot in her mouth. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I, you know how bad it was? I bet you Joe Biden said, Jesus, Jill, did you really say that? <laughs> we got the sound of the worst gaffe from a first lady I can remember. Hell. I don't think Melania Trump ever said anything this dumb. Uh, We'll play you that sound and give you the latest on the uh, imaginary 10-year-old rape victim. Um, The imaginary 10-year-old rape victim is still imaginary, and uh, the the guy who, the imaginary rapist is still at large. Uh, But there are people, there are not many, but there are one or two people looking into that and trying to uh, confirm it without laughing hysterically. Everybody knows Joe Biden just made that up. There's a poll in the New York Times. Again, the New York Times is turning on their guy. That is just devastating. I don't think I've ever seen numbers this bad for a sitting president. A group in D.C. is offering money, cash money, if you see a conservative Supreme Court justice out to eat or just out in public. And I think I'm found a way to make a few bucks this summer because I hate John Roberts. I'm going to call up and tell him, I think I saw John Roberts. He's at he's Dunkin' Donuts. Go get him. And then they'll send you a check. If they show up in time to harass them, they'll send you a check. We'll give you the details on that. And Macy Gray, uh, in perhaps the most pathetic apology ever, Macy Gray, uh, the singer, Grammy Award winning singer, told the truth about uh, about what is a woman, uh, answered honestly the question, what is a woman, but then the trans mob went after her and she just cowered. Could be one of the most pathetic apologies ever. We'll get into that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show. All right, our newest sponsor, Athletic Greens, is a product I've added to my morning routine, and I use it every day. Instead of taking daily supplements for my nutrition, I use AG1 to get 75 high-quality vitamins and minerals, whole-source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start my day right. The founder of Alva Athletic Greens experienced a bunch of gut health issues, and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine costing him over 100 bucks a day. This led him to take his health into his own hands and create Athletic Greens for a more optimal nutrition routine. Ever since I started taking AG1, I've noticed improved energy throughout the day, better sleep, and improved recovery after my runs and workouts. All I do is put one scoop in a glass of water each morning. I used to I drink water all the time in the morning. Now I just add a scoop and I'm good to go. It has a mild and tropical taste, and it's much easier than choking down a bunch of vitamins in pill form. And it's way cheaper than the alternatives, costing less than three bucks a day. If you're going to invest in anything, it might as well be your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash jerry. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash g-e-r-r-y to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I I, I believe you're uh, Italian, right, 
Ironhead? Yes, I am. You Italian? Yes. You're Italian. You're Italian. My wife's Italian. I, you know why? They're all as unique as cannolis. That's why I like them. They're, 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 they're just, they, they remind me of, uh, of a bowl of linguine. They're all different, you know? And my, my, uh, my, uh, Jewish friends, they're like all unique as matzo balls. That's what they are. They're they're just so they're they're, they're special, or should I say, <laughs> uh, well, Ash, we Irish, we Irish, we're all as unique as a boiled potato. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> here's here's the best comment I saw reaction to the Jill Biden gaffe yesterday. One of many Jill Biden gaffes, I guess, you know, she must stutter too, like her husband. She's not even old yet. She's not even senile yet. She can't get through a speech without stepping in it. Still wearing fishnets. But the true, uh, but, but, the, but the hilarious, but somebody said it's like an episode of Veep, which I didn't watch, but they said it was like, there was a bet. A challenge. See if you can put that in the speech. See if she'll say it. <laughs> see if she'll, let's see if she'll actually say it. The whole thing is is just so pathetic. She was. Uh, uh, I'll give you the details on the speech by the first lady yesterday, which went viral, and it was just. It, it, it wasn't quite as funny as Joe Biden. End of quote. Repeat the line. Nothing. I don't think anything I've heard lately is as funny as end of quote, repeat the line, but it's close. Here is from uh, the blaze. First lady Jill Biden faced mockery and ridicule after she spoke at a Lentinx inclusion conference and compared Hispanics to tacos. I, I must mention here that the Latinx, uh, it, it's in quotes, Latinx, which is a word that Latin, Latino and Latina people it's hate act, and it's nobody actually, uses. Except, yeah, it's actually Latinx. It's, it's, uh, I, I like to say Latinx, <laughs> Latinx, whatever. And, the, and they write inclusion, I-N-C-L-U-X-I-O-N. So it's <laughs> include. I don't even know how to say that. Includes X in Latinx, Latinx, or Latinx. You don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is. Nobody says it. It's just some stupid white liberal word that they came up with and nobody uses it. But uh, so she's at the Latinx Inclusion Conference and she's the keynote speaker uh, at the Grand Hyatt Riverwalk in San Antonio Monday while addressing uh, this. We'll play it. But uh, she was addressing a mostly Hispanic audience. And she thought this was a good time to talk about Bogodas. You know Bogodas are? Do you know what those are? Bogodas? Not Bogota, Colombia. Bogodas are little stores in, in cities run by Hispanic people, like the one in New York and Harlem where the guy, uh, that, that uh, the store, the guy working at the store stuck a knife in the guy's neck last week. We can get to that. But that's, according to our first lady, that's a Bogota. I always thought it was a bodega, but hey, who am I? She's a doctor. You think I'm going to question Dr. Jill Biden? Bogotas. And she also had an interesting comparison uh, about the uh, Hispanic people who were sitting right in front of her. Let's uh, let's listen to a Dr. Jill. Just step in it like uh, you wouldn't believe. Go ahead. Diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogotas of the Bronx, <laughs> as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. 
they're as unique as breakfast tacos. <laughs> Honest to God, I mean, I appreciate a good analogy. You want to come up, call? I mean, that's the. The, the, that's the cornerstone of good writing. You need to have good analogies, but calling the people in front of you as unique as breakfast tacos. Someone wrote that for her and thought it was appropriate. And by the way, I assume they wrote bodegas. She's just, you know, like her husband, she struggles, you know, with reading the teleprompter, but bogatas. <laughs> she looked at the word bodegas and said, bogatas of the Bronx. <laughs> Even that, just mentioning bodegas. I am in front of a bunch of Latinx people. Let me tell you how great bod- <laughs> bodegas are. Even that's a little weird. I mean, you're supposed to, if you're sitting, again, you're sitting in front of whatever, you know, Irish people talk about boiled dinners and beer or something. <laughs> I mean, it's just a stereotype. I thought stereotypes were... Uh, were frowned upon in this day and age, but uh, yeah, be- she took a beating on social media for good reason, but it was mostly in fun, just mocking her and laughing at her. But bogadas and breakfast tacos, that's what she thinks of when she thinks of Hispanic people. Yeah, bean burritos was a little too wordy. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, she's going to do uh, enchiladas. <laughs> you were like, good enchiladas. Uh, but that's why, that's one of the reasons that they're losing the Hispanic community in startling numbers. We've gone over this before. The Communities along the, the Texas border, Mexican border, to be like you know eighty percent for uh, you know for Obama or, or even Hillary, probably won by thirty percent in, in most of those places. And now we have a new Republican uh, woman congressman temporarily, uh, Flores. We Maya Flores. We've talked about her and others, and it's going to get. They thought they would turn in Texas uh, blue or at least purple, and then but you have this. This outlaw regime here allowing the invasion of the southern border, and they think that somehow that Hispanics, or I should say Latinxes, they like that, and they're learning. No, they like law and order as well. They don't want they don't want people storming over the uh, over the southern border unchecked. They, for the most part, didn't do it, and they don't think uh, the rest of the world should be allowed to do it. So it's blowing up in the face of the Biden family, which is a good thing, and. Uh, this wasn't exactly hilarious, but it was uh, it was notable. Joe Biden spoke, I believe, in the Rose Garden. He was talking about the new gun control bill, bipartisan gun control bill. And there were actually Republicans there, which is amazing. John Cornyn and others, you know, shaking hands because they whatever raised the age of that you can use an AR-15. Every single thing they did, everything this bill does will do nothing to stop would have done nothing to stop uh, the Buffalo shooter, the Uvalde shooter, or the Highland Park shooter. It's all just, it's just performative. That's all. They just want to make themselves feel better. That's all great. Doesn't affect me, as I've pointed out many times. It might affect you, Ironhead, but, um, they, they, you know, they want to come for my IR. Man, they're going to have to pry it from my cold, dead fingers. <laughs> but Biden was speaking. I, I, I wasn't sure who this guy was. He turns out he's a parent, a still grieving parent of the Parkland, uh, the mass shooting in Parkland in Florida, um, who uh, who is demanding more gun control. He's demanding an office, uh, an office for gun control in the White House. I guess that's a thing. And uh, he's not happy with uh, with the performance of Joe Biden, even with the new gun control legislation. That's how he got in to the. Rose Garden. That's how we got an invite. But it's pretty bad when you're doing one of these 
you know, there's supposed to be a take a bow moment. Look what I did. I passed, you know, gun control. Uh, I finally passed some gun control and we're, we're going to keep going. We're going to take away assault weapons and you're supposed to just wait for the applause. Instead, he's getting harassed and heckled by his own team in the Rose Garden. Let's listen. I'm dealing with gun violence. What do you think about hunters? Because make back no back mistake. Sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. What you do think? you think about Hunter, your son? You, There's a video of him arguing with a cooker about how much crack he has. What do you think about that, Mr. President? Okay. Because make no mistake about it. Okay. So the guy, I, 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 I'm not sure why the guy cares so much about Hunter Biden, but he doesn't, he's not happy with Joe Biden. And uh, he was, he was standing there front row. So I guess you can't, you know, drag out and rough up a grieving father. No. And I'll guess, I guess Joe Biden handled it okay. Usually he's so thin skinned and he's so pampered that anytime anyone confronts him, you know, that he gets all flustered. Hey, you don't know what you're uh, uh, he, he didn't get, I thought he was going to get flustered. I thought he was going to get confrontational, but I guess he knows the guy's a grieving father. And maybe the guy who just wanted to know about Hunter's laptop just to get under his skin. Well, I think, which, I think he was about to actually go off because he's like, yeah, sit down. And I think he has like an earpiece and they were like, just shut up. Don't say anything. Yeah. yeah his daughter was murdered. Don't, don't, don't right. get into it with him. But it is funny that that guy who's apparently a, a liberal, if you saw him there, you know, he's. He's wearing a purple, purple jacket. He's got a ponytail. He probably just figured he's one of my guys, one of my, you know, he's on my team. And I don't know if the guy cares about the laptop or just hates Biden, but it is funny that that guy will ask about the Hunter Biden scandal and Joe Biden will go before the assembled media, you know, wherever in Saudi Arabia or wherever he goes. And they'll, the mainstream media will ask nothing. They'll ask nothing. They'll ask about climate change or, you know, diversity or something and, and something no one cares about. The last about January 6th, something nobody cares about. This guy, this grieving father, he's the one that has to bring that up. But we got to get to this poll because normally I don't even, you know, I, I, especially New York Times polls, I think they're rigged just the way I think they're rigged. It's somebody like the New York Times bestseller list that's rigged. They don't allow many conservative books to reach the top of their list, even though there's proof of sales and how many books they sell. They, they New York, everything's rigged to the New York times. It's the New York times, which you take that into consideration because, uh, because as we said yesterday, the knives are out, the knives are out for Joe and, and maybe Kamala because they know what bad leaders they are heading into the midterms. And, and the New York times knows its team it's guys, the, the, the Democrats are going to get shellacked. So they're going to blame the big guy. And, and, you know, I, I guess it's easy to do. All you got to do is tell the truth that he's too old is that he's in cognitive decline, that he's not a very inspiring leader, but this poll is freaking devastating. I'll just give you some of the uh, highlights uh, this is from the New York Times yesterday. President Biden is facing an alarming level of doubt from inside his own party, with 64% of Democrat voters saying they would prefer a new standard bearer in 2024. That's an amazing thing. The new, this poll gives him a 33% job approval rating, a New York Times Siena poll. Again, rigged, at least slanted, biased. Uh, and it's, you know, widespread concerns about the economy and inflation have helped turn the national mood decidedly dark. 
both on Mr. Biden and the trajectory of the nation. More than three quarters of registered voters see the U.S. moving in the wrong direction. Uh, there's pep, uh, pessimism in both parties. Check this out. 13% of uh, American voters said the nation was on the right track. The lowest point in a Times poll since the depth of the financial crisis a decade ago. 13% think that you can't get a lower number than that in any poll because there's a certain number of people who are contrarians who will see you call up and they'll say, you know, the sky is green and whatever. They, every, if everyone thinks things are awful, they'll say it's good, vice versa. There's a certain number of people who always go against the grain. And there are people who say, oh, I'm a Democrat. I, I, I support the Democrat no matter what. Biden's a Democrat. Biden's a liberal. I support him. He's doing great. Country's in the right direction. You know, we listen to this Kareem Jean-Pierre, this dummy every day, say she actually said the other day, late last week, that the economy is better than it has ever been. <laughs> it's it's totally Orwellian nonsense. The economy is better than it's ever been in history. And you go, what? Huh? What are you looking around? And go, you're just gonna. It's Baghdad Bob stuff that nobody know believes that. That's just madness. But it gets better. It gets better. Uh, more than two thirds of independents disapprove of the president's performance. And nearly half of those disapprove strongly. Among fellow Democrats, his approval rating stands at 70, a relatively low figure for a president, especially heading into the midterms. In a sign of deep vulnerability and unease among uh, unease among what is supposed to be his political base, 26% of Democrat voters said the party should renominate him in 2024. 20, one in four think they should renominate the sitting president who says he's running again. <laughs> that's that's incredible. It says, Mr. Biden has said repeatedly he tends to run for re-election. Uh, at 79, he's already the oldest president in American history and concerns about his age, rank at the top of the list for Democrat voters. The backlash against Mr. Biden and desire to move in a new direction were particularly acute among younger voters. Ready for this? In the survey, 94% of Democrats under the age of 30 said they would prefer a different nominee. 94% of Democrats said they want a different nominee. I'm pretty sure if you checked with, you know, independents or Republicans, that'd be about 100. That is impossible to do. A sitting president, you know it's a, it's a you know, two-party system, so you know, you know, you're on one team, you're a Democrat. You're young, you're liberal, you're, you know, into this old, you know, climate change cult and everything else. And the guy who is basically, you know, advancing your agenda, I mean, he's already, he's beholden to the squad. He's gone completely nuts on New Deal, uh, Green New Deal stuff. He's completely all in on identity politics and, 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 and you know, quota hires and everything. And, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, all that. He's all in on that. And yet young Democrats don't want to see him run again. Uh, 94%. That is incredible. He is so done. There, this is the lamest of lame ducks, and there are two and a half more years. It almost seems impossible to picture two and a half more years. And by the way, we haven't even mentioned, of course, the New York Times won't even mention that he's in a, embroiled in scandal up to his eyeballs. I mean, we... 
There was a, uh, a I know you'll surprise to hear this, but Tucker Carlson had a spectacular monologue last night pointing out as Tucker did that the laptop from hell and all the revelations, it's not about how many M&Ms Hunter can balance on his wiener. That's not really the important thing. The important thing is his father is in, is involved in all these dirty business dealings with the Chinese, the Chinese communist party at the same time, He's selling them our oil, our strategic petroleum reserves, which are supposed to be for us in emergencies. And he's selling it to them. Quick question for you. And you don't have to answer that, but quick question. Name one thing, one thing Donald Trump did as bad as selling our uh, strategic petroleum reserves to China. A company, by the way, the company they sell, the government controlled company, Hunter's involved in that company. (laughs) Name one thing, Judge, Donald Trump got impeached twice. They were both farces. They were both ridiculous. One was a phone call to Ukraine telling, asking them to look into the p- corruption of the, of the Bidens, which was clear. I mean, it's if come out. He yeah. didn't, he's not doing his job if he doesn't tell them to look into the corruption involved with the Bidens and their relationship with the Ukrainian companies, a company. Uh, the, the second was, was because he told the group of uh, January 6th protesters to go and patriotically and peacefully protest down to the Capitol. He was impeached for that. And they'll impeach him again, even though he's not president. But uh, they were both just political stunts. Nothing, nothing comes close to Joe Biden selling our strategic, strategic petroleum reserves to China. That is so beyond impeachable. It is criminal. And yet he does it brazenly, knowing the media will protect him. The media has his back. You can read all about it in the Daily Mail and maybe the New York Post. And certainly you can hear from Tucker. But for the most part, he will be protected as always. He'll go He'll go to Saudi Arabia tonight, I believe, tomorrow, with a tin cup in hand, begging for oil. Because when they drill, it doesn't hurt the earth i believe we drill it does i don't know how that it's the same earth i'm pretty sure like it's round and they drill over here and we drill over there but when they drill in the in saudi arabia and they pull the fossil fuels out of the earth it's not as bad as when we drill here in in alaska or offshore and then pull the oil out their oil is not as bad as our oil i guess that's you know, that's what AOC learned at BU. At BU. That's what uh, what Liz Warren taught at Harvard. These are these dumbest, you know, smart people in the world thinking, okay, good. We'll stop drilling. We'll stop producing our own natural gas because it's bad. Fossil fuels are bad. But we really need them to keep the economy going. So send Joe over to Saudi Arabia so where he can literally bow before the prince and beg for help. It's just, it's just another and national embarrassment that takes place tonight, tomorrow, and the next four days in the Middle East. It's not going to go well for Joe. Hell, that poll, I, I granted, you know, I generally ignore polls. That is unbelievable. I've never seen a number like that. 94% of Democrats under 30 want to kick the bum out. I mean, I don't know if they want Kamala. They probably want Bernie. Or, uh, or Liz Warren or you know, AOC. Wouldn't that be wild if AOC challenges Biden in the primary in 2024? And, has, and they, get, they debate, you know, you get these one, both dummies, but you get one guy's senile, the other guy's, the other one's dumb and, 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 and shallow and narcissistic and they're just debating just nonsense. Uh, 
it, it's, I can't wait. I hope it happens. And then whoever runs against DeSantis, hopefully that, you know, and, and run, you know, run DeSantis comes along and saves the Republic. But, uh, uh, there, it's not just, it's not just polls, it's not just the New York times with the knives out. There's literally a group now called don't run Joe, like hashtag don't run Joe. It's a Bernie Sanders, I believe pro Bernie Sanders group, but they're like, tweeting and begging Joe Biden not to run. This is two and a half more years. And they said, just please, please, you know, declare you're out, you're done. So we can move on from a sitting president. Just amazing. It would have been smart to uh, back Tulsi, but Hillary painted her as a Russian uh, asset and that just ruined that. You know what? The whole country would be different now if she were the running mate instead of Kamala. Yeah. It feels some, there'd be, obviously there'd be more bipartisan. She's kind of a, you know, moderate now or whatever, what is she, independent now. She's turned on her own party for good reason, but there'd be a lot of people supporting her and saying he should step down. She can ascend to the throne. President Tulsi pro military uh, was in the military, is in the military, you know, anti-war, endless war, just bring a whole different perspective to the, uh, right. Uh, to the party, but no, I can't do that. Instead, you and and she's a minority. Uh, she's a, I don't know, whatever. She uh, she's a woman, <laughs> and, but instead you pick this absolute phony, brainless, useless, you know, Kamala Harris, Californian, who couldn't even get one percent in her home state when she ran for president. Just the worst pick in the world. But uh, I'm you know, two and a half more years, we'll be watching and laughing at it. We got to give an up to do an update before we move on on the imaginary 10-year-old rape victim. Another example of absolute corruption of the mainstream media, the enemy of the people. Donald Trump was right. You had a president go before the world, we talked about it yesterday, and demand that a pregnant 10-year-old get a, what, don't have to, not have to cross state lines for an abortion. By the way, she doesn't. We have the the story from, uh, how long is that clip from this guy? Two minutes. Who's uh, we'll get to the guy on uh, with, with Jesse Waters pointed out uh, that they've looked into it. They've looked into it many different ways. And there's no, everyone, you know, what the amazing thing is, is everyone knew he was lying. Everyone knew it was all made up. And most of the media didn't care. And they said, yeah, it's, you know, it's Joe Biden. He's first of all, he's our guy. And secondly, he's senile and he makes stuff up. If that's not just Donald Trump, but whatever, Bush or whoever, if that's another politician, your immediate question is, where is this girl? How is she? Did they arrest the guy? You know, did she get an abortion? Did it happen? Where, what, no, you would want to fill in the blanks. You'd say, that's a pretty explosive charge. And, and yet we give a pass to a president because he's so just shot mentally that we just say, you know, it's what he does, make stuff up. And again, if he makes stuff up about, driving a truck. I mean, we, we, we can't even go through the list of stuff he's made up, driving a truck, playing f- college football, you know, going to Delaware state, finishing at the top of his class. If he just makes stuff up about himself to make himself look good, that's one thing. He's making up a story about a 10 year old getting raped and you go, yeah, well, whatever. It's, that's just Joe 10 year old getting raped. That's something that requires a follow-up requires some kind of, resolution how did it go did she get did she have the baby how about that question but no one asked because everyone knew it was made up everyone knew it was just made up out of thin air so he could make his case 
for abortion on demand. But let's listen to this guy. Do you have his uh, title? The guy with uh, Jesse Waters who uh, did a did an investigation uh, as, as much as he could. But again, he's investigating something he knows is made up. But, you know, let's be honest. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to, someone has to uh, uh, you know, look into it a little bit, follow it up, ask Jean-Pierre about it. He's the uh, uh, Ohio you know, Attorney General. The Ohio State Attorney General. So this is, you know, I guess his, uh, his obligation. Look into it a little bit. You're going to get people asking him. Uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got, we could, I mean, we could play this, uh, the, the, um, quote again, uh, cause it is funny. It's serious, but funny of Joe Biden. Why don't you play Joe Biden again saying, uh, a 10 year old right, maybe had to go to Indiana to end the presidency. <laughs> uh, yesterday we did this and we just laughed at it because it is me. It is Joe screwing up and talking about terminating the presidency. So we laughed about it, but at the same time, it's a pretty serious subject, but uh, go ahead. We'll play this and then we'll tell you, we'll give you an update on the uh, investigation by the attorney general of Iowa. Go ahead. 10 years old. And she was forced to have to travel out of the state to Indiana to seek to terminate the presidency and maybe save her life. <laughs> I guess that's another reason nobody followed it up because it's just so funny. And it's, it's about, a, 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 if it were really a 10 year old rape victim, no one would laugh, but everyone knows it's not. So they laugh cause that's him. And you know, that's, we mentioned yesterday, Kamala staring at him going, you just said she terminated the presidency. But every person there, everyone in the crowd, everyone in the White House, everyone in the audience, everyone knows it's just made up and nobody cares. It's just like if he may again, he made up some stupid thing about corn pop or his hairy legs. That's one thing. That's stupid. That's funny. Corn pop that's, was a bad you know, dude. <laughs> that's, that's just made up. You play, we laugh. When you're feigning anger about a 10 year old getting raped, that's beyond just a guy who's comfortable lying before the world. That's that's sick. That's sick for political expediency, making up a, 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 ten year, a story about a 10-year-old getting raped. And, and by the way, never mentioning the guy who raped her. I know he's imaginary, but you think if you're going to mention that story, you'd say, we're going to get the son of a bitch. He raped the 10-year-old, you know. <laughs> We're still, They're still investigating him. We're going to get him. But no, we know he doesn't exist. But uh, let's listen to the Ohio State Attorney Joe give us an update on his uh, investigation. Go ahead. Looking into this, a police report was filed. Not a whisper. And we work closely with the, we have a decentralized law enforcement system in Ohio. Um, but we have regular contact with prosecutors and local police and sheriffs, not a whisper anywhere. Something maybe even more telling, Jesse, is my office runs the state crime lab. Any case like this, you're going to have a rape kit. You're going to have biological evidence, and you would be looking for DNA uh, analysis, which we do most of the DNA analysis in Ohio. There is no case request for analysis that looks anything like this. Yeah, and if... <laughs> 
it's if it's a family member, then it's even an easier way to find the DNA right there. You just call the father, the uncle, the grandfather, anything, and you and you and you get the guy's DNA and you lock him up. It's also a crime to hide child rape. Isn't isn't it against the law if you have a 10 year old girl come in? Obviously, she's not of the age of consent. They have to report that to law enforcement. And if they don't, that abortion doctor or any doctor should be prosecuted in your state. Correct. That's correct. Um, Now, the doctor in Indiana isn't in our jurisdiction, obviously. We don't know who the originating doctor in Ohio was, if they even exist. But the bottom line is uh, it is a crime if you're a mandated reporter to fail to report. It's also the fact that in Ohio, uh, the rape of a 10-year-old means life in prison. I know our prosecutors and cops in this state. There's not one of them that wouldn't be turning over every rock in their jurisdiction if they had the slightest hint that this had occurred there. This is so unbelievable. I'm, I'm sorry. I, it's funny. And again, at the same time, it's serious. They're talking about something they know never happened because the president, the most powerful man in the world, made it up. So they're pretending and, and they're not pretending. They're going through the motions. But everyone knows. Jesse Waters knows. I got Dave Yost, the attorney general, all the cops in Ohio, all the abortion doctors. They all know it's all made up. So they're pretending to, to look into it, to pretend to investigate it, knowing that the only conclusion they're going to come to is she didn't exist. And it's left to, you know, a couple of bloggers and Jesse Waters because the Washington Post actually fact check it. You can get this, get this, uh, this fact check from uh, Glenn Kessler. I could find it here. It's amazing. He says it's been, it hasn't been disproven. So it's been accepted as fact. Like he won't just come out and say, uh, like, come out and say that's that's made up. I mean, it's it's the easiest fact check ever. You know, it's made up. Everyone knows it's made up. You look and you got the attorney general saying the police have nothing. They have no reports of anything like it. That means it's not true, Mister Fact Checker. But they won't do it because they're really not fact checkers. They're uh, they're just toadies for the for the administration. Who are there to protect a failing, flailing administration. But uh, uh, you can I can find it here. But it's a lot of people mocking Glenn Kessler, the fact checker at The Washington Post, because he won't come out and say that's all made up. But all right, uh, we got to move on. We got a lot more to get to. Let's we got to get to this uh, deal. I'm, I'm going to take advantage of it, this deal where you can rat out a Supreme Court justice for uh, 50 bucks. If you see him out in public, if you see him in a restaurant or or gym or just walking down the street. I wonder what you get, like punch them in the face. They like a thousand bucks. You get a hundred bucks if they show up in time to harass them. We'll tell you about that. And an, an interesting development in the Tour de France, not a huge cycling fan, but I like this. I like what the Tour de France is doing about uh, uh, COVID positive riders and Macy Gray. Don't know anything about her except now I do. She's a coward. She's a coward. She spoke the truth about uh, transgender women and, uh, then the mob and she just rolled over. It's kind of sad. We'll play that sound and a lot more. Today's Callahan show is sponsored by fabric. Life is already complicated. What if getting term life insurance to protect your family could be easy? 
Fabric has moved life insurance all online, so getting a policy that's right for your family isn't complicated at all. In fact, it couldn't be easier. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. Just apply online when it's convenient for you. In less than 10 minutes, you can apply, see your quote, and personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You can also be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric has over 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot.com, and it's fully backed by Vantus Life, one of the most trusted names in life insurance since 1847. So you can feel confident you're getting a high-quality policy that is perfect for your family. Protect your family's financial future with Fabric. Apply today in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash jerry. That's meetfabric.com slash jerry. Fabric insurance policies issued by Vantus Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Uh, the, play, the organization is called... It's got, no, Shut Down DC. Shut Down DC is the organization. And what they want to do, they want to encourage people to harass. And it's it, it amazing because it's not just crazy, you know, left-wing hippie types who block traffic, you know, to save the earth or anything. This is supported by politicians. This is supported by, you know, Liz Warren, Ayanna Presley, Joe Biden. They don't denounce this. They're the ones, they, they have found uh, Brett Kavanaugh at Morton's harassed him. They were outside the restaurant getting ready to attack him. Morton's let Kavanaugh go out the back door, which pissed them off. So they put out the call on their Twitter account called Shutdown DC. They, they celebrated, of course, shaming, uh, scaring uh, Kavanaugh and his family and making them run out the back door. But after that, they put out a call to all service workers in the city you know, waitresses and waiters and bartenders to report sightings of any Republican appointed Supreme Court justice offering $200 if they show up in time to harass them. If they don't, you know, if they, you know, like Kavanaugh slips out the back, you only get 50 bucks. So I don't know where he hangs out, but I want to find out where John Roberts hangs out because he's not really a conservative. He's a, he's a squishy worm trader who happen to agree with the majority on this one. Uh, but for the most part, he, he, he actually, he wanted to, you know, moderate the thing, the decision. But so if I show, if I find where, where John Roberts is and they show up in time to harass him, I can get 200 bucks. That's pretty easy money, but the, you know, what's going to happen. They're going to harass, uh, obviously they would love to harass Clarence Thomas because the crazy lefties, they hate black conservatives. They hate him. They really hate black, brilliant black conservatives like Clarence Thomas. But they're going to go after Amy Coney Barrett and her family or kids. And they're going to go after Kavanaugh. If Ka- I mean, they have kids. When you have kids, you have to, you can't just stay home. You occasionally have to go to, you know, go out for pizza. So they'll harass them. And if you're the one that puts the call in, you get 200 bucks. Although, do you really trust Shutdown DC to fo- go, th- come th- go through on its promises? Do you think they might stiff you? I think, I think they so. might, uh, uh, they want, they, they want industry workers to tell them when people show up in restaurants, it's just sick. This is a new thing. It's a Democrat thing. It's, and it's sick. You know, you're with whatever your kids, I mean, Coney Barrett's got like a million kids, little kids, high school kids, all ages. And if she goes out, you know, after church, she goes out for brunch. They want you to like spit in their food. That's what they want. It's just, it's just so, it's just, just un-American. You know, it's Banana Republic stuff. <laughs> but that is the deal from Shutdown DC. 
uh, before we get to, uh, you know what? We, we got to do that video of the kids with the cops, I believe in Minneapolis. You want to see, but, but we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to, I want to do the uh, Macy Gray and the Tour de France first. We'll finish with uh, the best example of a kid who is raised wrong, just raised wrong, you will ever see. It is just really disappointing. But I got to say, I don't know much about Macy Gray. Do you? Are you a big Macy Gray fan? I know she's a, a Grammy-winning singer, but who sounds kind of weird when she talks. Yeah, she she put out a few songs when I was young that were pretty huge. She's promoting a new album. So she went on with Piers Morgan uh, on his show, whatever that's called. And uh, I'm not sure why the subject came up, but good for Piers. Piers, he asked her. And Piers is, you know, he's good on some issues, others not so much. Yeah. He... Uh, Asked her on this show, uh, the question, I would say the question of the year, what is a woman? What is a woman? And Macy Gray, (laughs) I guess, accidentally, inadvertently told the truth. She was honest (laughs) and we don't do that. You're not supposed to do that anymore. But let's listen to the initial uh, answer, honest answer, and then we'll get to the pathetic apology. But go ahead. If I asked you what a woman is, what would you say? Let's say uh, a human being with uh, boobs. <laughs> How are you to start there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. the dictionary is quite straightforward. It just says a human, adult, female, yeah. right? No, a lot of people... Yeah, see, that's, now that's a little getting confusing. The whole he, she, they, that's, that's going to... And I'm not back. sure why, really. It's a, it's a bit like this whole issue of, of transgenders mm-hmm. in sport. Because I, I, can, I support all trans rights to fairness and equality. Me too. But not where you have people born to obvious physical superior bodies. Me too. Transitioning and then thrashing the women at their sport. I totally agree. And I I will say this and everybody's going to hate me, but as a woman, just because you go change your parts doesn't make you a woman. Right. Sorry. It is amazing that we reached this to 2022 and that is unacceptable. You said that 10 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, you'd be saying this, you know, 98% of the people would be agreeing with you, would be saying, of course, you're just stating facts. You're just saying, you know, the sky is blue, water's wet. You're just stating simple biological facts. Why are you even asking me that? Of course, that's the answer. Of course, that's what a woman is. We have gone so far off the rails that not only is that controversial, it's now unacceptable unacceptable that's the the stages of this this agenda of this crusade you know initially well we just want uh, you know acceptance okay you get acceptance we want equality and 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 now we want celebration you must celebrate us you must celebrate what you know our 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 movement and if you don't we're coming for you you know that shutdown dc group that wants to harass supreme court justice they are pikers Compared to uh, uh, compared to the trans mob, there all there is no mob. As I've said many times, as I could stand here as proof, sit here as proof. There's no mob as vicious, as relentless, as as is as scary. They're crazy scary, as J.K. Rowling's talks about all the time. Tweets about even if you got money, like J.K. Rowling's, like billions, they can harass you. They they publish your home address. They tweeted out, and she she's tweeted about this. They tweeted out her home address, and then a guide on how to make bombs, like a bomb making manual. Of course, they don't get they don't get banned by Twitter. That's okay. She wrote about it. She tweeted about it. How 
this is acceptable. I mean, you can't question, you know, the Fauci or the COVID vaccine, but you can, you can say, here's how to make a bomb go kill JK Rowling. They are frightening, frightening people. And Matt Walsh, who made the movie, uh, what is a woman has talked about this, how they're harassing him, death threats constantly. You know, I've, I've been there. It's, it is scary. And their agenda is so crazy. So upside down nuts. They're fighting for the opportunity of men to beat up on women in sports. And, and if you speak out against that, they don't want to debate you. They don't want to hear from you. They want to crush you. So they came hard after Macy Gray. How many days later? You have the story there where the, the, it was like four days later, five days later. Was yeah. she just? I don't know the exact amount, but it was like a, at most a week, at most. Yeah. Uh, uh, so she went on today's show with Hoda Kolb. How do you say it, Hoda Kolb? Uh, and talked about her, you know, mistake she made. <laughs> mistake she made. It's, it, it, it's. I mean, they just want you to bow before them. If she just said, no, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to, I'm just going to sing, shut up and sing. Not good enough. They demand, I mean, we, I've told you our story and then Minahan and my story, we were, we were told we had to go to sensitivity training because we questioned a four-year-old who was transitioning, celebrating the globe was on bus and was celebrating a four-year-old. I don't have to go through the whole thing again. And the mob came after us. And of course we worked for just the biggest bunch of smile, spineless slugs in the way. And they, we had to go to sensitivity training. We had to do a, a special podcast. We had to offer to have these activists on the show and it didn't matter. They didn't, they didn't slow down. They just kept coming. I guess our apology wasn't uh, our, 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 whatever, our effort, our attention that we paid in this sensitivity training with these activists you know, we didn't pass. We didn't get high marks. So they just kept coming and coming until the people we worked for just said, please, please leave us alone. And they made an agreement that we, 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 they take us to kick us and fire us or force us to quit. And, uh, they'd go away and they did. And so did obviously, so did all the listeners as you'll see today when the ratings come out, but back to Macy Gray, this is embarrassing. This is something, you know, you don't recover from. You look so weak, so pathetic here. Macy Gray, I know they were harassing you on social media, but they weren't actually going to like kill you. I mean, you have security, you have guards and you would have, you would have slept much better at night if you stuck to your guns and said, I just told the truth, but no, this is the state we're at. The mob forces this kind of submission, this kind of pathetic bowing before them. And uh, she's just the latest. Let's listen about trans women and this was what you said in part gave of of backlash that right. came as a result um, right. just tell me where you are right now on that statement well uh i never of course meant to hurt anybody with with uh, what i said i'm a i'm actually a huge uh I think it takes a lot of courage to be yourself, to, to, to go out in the world and be honest about who you are. And uh, so I think anyone who is uh, in the LGBT community is a hero and, and sets an example for all of us with that, you know? <laughs> oh, anyone a hero. Oh, yeah, that, that Leah Thomas, real hero. A hero. Jesus. 
That is, uh, why, why is she wearing gloves anyway? She's got like weightlifting gloves on. Uh, it's fashion, Jerry. Get with oh, it. I see. I see. <laughs> can, you, do you, have you, can you find a song? I want to hear her voice because her voice when she's talking does not sound like someone who'd be a great singer. That's not how, you know, Lady Gaga or Brandy Carlisle sounds. That she has her, one really huge song called I Try. You've definitely heard I, it. I try. I probably have, but I don't remember it. I just can't. It's hard to picture that person, especially after listening to her grovel. Yeah. They're heroes. Why, why are they heroes? I don't know. It was heroes. We just had a month celebrating. Now we're going to sit down and talk about, tell you they're heroes. And oh, hold up. Hold on a sec. We got to get to the cut where she said being a woman is a vibe. It's not a biological thing. It's a vibe. That was part of her answer. A vibe. That's that's the answer. What is a woman? It's a vibe. But what if you have a vibe? You know what? You should have a vibe. Say you have a vibe to be skinny. So everyone has to call, <laughs> everyone has to call you skinny. You know, I've I've a vibe. You know, to be to be handsome. I'm to to be young and handsome. So you have to acknowledge that. That's my vibe, man. That's my vibe. What if you have a vibe and you want to be? You know what I want to be? A breakfast taco. You think I could have a vibe to be a breakfast taco? You know what? That would be pretty unique. <laughs> You're a breakfast taco? Uh, a vibe. Let's all right, let's listen to the song. What is it called? I try. Do you want the uh, the vibe quote? I have it. I want them both. Go ahead. You pick. Play whatever. I got this one queued up. You know what? I, I think you, you, you can, like I said in there, you can call yourself what, like you, you, whoever you believe you are. And, and no one can dictate that for you or take that away from you, you know? Yeah. I think life is an education process. The more you sit yeah. with people, the more you talk to people, it changes your perspective. So has, has your perspective changed, do you feel? I've, I've learned so much, and I, and I think, um, you know, being a woman is a vibe, and it's something mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very proud of. And it's, it's very precious to me, and, and I, I think that if you in your heart feel that that's what you are, then that's what you are, regardless of what anybody says or thinks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> it's a vibe. Does Hoda ask, say, do you, are you okay with a man like Leah Thomas beating up on the girls in the pool or, you know, whatever, the, the track runners or the weightlifters who do it? Are you okay with that? And what's she going to say? Yeah, it's their vibe, man. It's a vibe. It's all about how you feel. How do you feel? Just sad. That is pathetic. Not that I had an, a high opinion of her. I didn't know anything about her, but now I think I was just a pathetic little squish. And I know J.K. Rowling's defended her because she said, you don't know what it's like. But A, you know, she, uh, I, I guess I don't know what it's like for her, for Macy Gray to get harassed by this mob. But she would have done herself a lot. It would have worked out a lot better in the end if she just stuck to her guns, said, that's just my opinion. Go screw. This is America. They would have harassed her for a little while, but I'm thinking she's too big a star to have a ruin. I mean, she's not, not like she's working for intercom. She's not going to lose, lose at all. Uh, Mark says the squeaky wheel gets the oil and the LBGTQ plus community is real squeaky. Yes, they are. They represent like <laughs> 1%. Funny less than 1% of the public and their power they wield is just so inordinate uh, to their, you know, to their numbers. It's ridiculous. I mean, they are like the most powerful mob out there the most powerful woke mob. And they literally represent fewer than 1% of the public. It's, it's remarkable how much 
people are just living in fear of them. But I uh, quickly, before we move on, I want to hear, she had to, please tell me her singing voice is better than her speaking voice. It's very smoky. Um, just to, just to give you an idea, this video has 65 million views. You're kidding. No, See, no this, she doesn't need, she's like JK Rowling. She doesn't need the stamp of approval from the LBGTQ no. mob. She could have told them to screw and, survived she's big enough but whatever she's 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 in she's got a good she's in good standing with the mob now she bowed before them and apologized and said being a woman that's just a vibe you know that's what you know occasionally see a fake uh black person like rachel dolezal or sean king they should just say it's a vibe you know it's a vibe i'm i feel black today okay we're cool or you know if you're liz warren why can't you just say being an indian's a vibe why is she, you know, had to apologize? She stole jobs, stole opportunities from real Native Americans. But so what? It was her vibe. You know, she felt that way inside. I mean, you could use that argument for anything. Mm. Go ahead, play it. Wow, she does sound similar. That, yeah. Do you recall this song? Not really. Oh, no, she reminds me of, uh, what's her, Amy, Wine, reminds me of Amy Winehouse. Here's the chorus. It's not bad. I feel like you, you can sing along, right? You can it, understand the words. It's a really good song. She, that's called I Try. Yeah. She does she reminds me of, you know, Amy Winehouse when she was alive. Uh, but yeah. uh, anyway, I'll, uh, I, I don't care. I like the song, but I still have no respect for it. That is embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Just the vibe. Just the vibe. I was really hoping I, it was terrible. <laughs> I know. That's true. I was. I was. It was, it was awful. Uh, all right. Well, we got a couple more things to get to before uh, we wrap this up. Let's do Shay, and then we'll tell you about the worst raised child in America right now. Just the worst kid. Not, I mean, he's, he's too young to be a school shooter. He's so young, but man, did his parents do a terrible job. And I will salute, I will tip my shake cap to the Tour de France. I don't think I've ever done that today, but uh, first let me tell you about Shake Concrete. You know what they can do for you. you know, this summer, you got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New Precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one, Shea has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your, your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and it's worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home with one phone call. Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience in a few hours. You'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. 
I quickly, I'll do the uh, Tour de France and we'll finish with the worst kid in America. But uh, this story was from, uh, I guess, is it going on right now? This Tour de France, I can never, it goes on for like months. Uh, but a guy named Bob Jungles, he's from Luxembourg and he's apparently a world-class, a great cyclist. I don't even know how this works now. These guys are all clean and sober. Nobody's juicing or are they still juicing? And they're just getting away with it. <laughs> you know, is, that, is that how it works or are they... Bring the juice back to all sports. Uh, it, it was this was the dirtiest of all sports. We will, I will admit, I used to be a Lance Armstrong fan. I used to believe his bullshit, but it is when you read about it. Read uh, I forget any of the books. I forget the best one, but I read. I was into this whole thing when Lance's when Lance fell and was Lance was exposed uh, and it was just remarkable how dirty they were. They were forcing guys on their team. You had to blood dope to be on Lance's team. I think Tyler Hamilton wrote about that and others. The numbers, I told you this before, but it, Lance Armstrong won seven times. That means three people on the medal stand each year. So that means 21 medal winners during his seven victories. 20 of them are convicted juicers. <laughs> Just about everybody. I don't even know the one guy who's finished like third, the one guy who didn't get caught juicing, but they all did. Bob Jungles wasn't uh, juicing yesterday when he won this stretch. What do they call it? This leg of the Tour de France. Mm -hmm. He was he was COVID positive. This is amazing. He tests positive for COVID. We're so used to sports overreacting, you know, like the government under pressure from the government, overreacting. We talked yesterday about no, Novak Djokovic winning Wimbledon and being ineligible for the U.S. Open in August because he won't take the jab. He's incredibly, he's one of the most fit people on the planet. He's healthy. He can't play because we're still doing this. While the Tour de France, to their credit, to its credit, uh, isn't doing this. He tested positive. They let him race anyway, and he won the ninth, uh, uh, yeah, the ninth stage, which was yesterday. Jungles was the first to cross during the ninth stage on July tenth. He had he tested positive, but they determined that his viral load wasn't that strong. I mean, I don't, uh, whatever. They they dude. said, go ahead and ride. Go yeah. ahead and ride here. Yeah, the dude and had a weak mean, load. That's all. Yeah, do right to, to his credit. Weak load, and they let, they let him go, and he won. He won. That's great. They should let that. They should. That's how it should work for everybody, particularly when you consider these aren't vulnerable people. They aren't ask at risk people. These are the most fit people in the world. These are Tour de France cyclists. They, you know, they're getting COVID now, and they don't even know it. They don't even know it. Besides that. They're riding bikes in the mountains. Can you think of anything where you're less likely to get the, you know, catch it from someone else? They're riding bikes in the mountains. I saw a woman in a convertible yesterday, in a convertible, outdoors, sunny day, driving down the street with a mask on by herself. Sad thing is I know who she is. I, I couldn't really harass her. If she was a stranger, maybe I'd say something. But anyway, let's uh, uh, good for uh, Jumbles, Jungles. What did I just say his name was? Uh, 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 Bob Jungles of Luxembourg. I'm rooting for him, the guy with the COVID positive. But uh, let me get to this uh, uh, this video. This is... Uh, I, I just saw the video. I didn't really read about it. This is a TikTok video. 
do I have it right? Is it Minneapolis? Uh, I couldn't find the location because it's only I'm only finding secondhand TikTok reposts now. But look, you, you wonder when you saw through this, you know, the BLM riots and all the looting and the, and the crime and the crime wave in the summer 2020. Sometimes you'd see kids just in the cops' faces or spitting at cops or throwing, and you'd say, who raised them to treat police like that? I realize if they listen to their elected representatives and they are represented by Ayanna Presley or Elon Omar or uh, Liz Warren, that they probably hate cops because, you know, Ayanna Presley says they're all racist and they're evil. And But if you're listening to mom and dad, I hope mom and dad tend to respect authority. I mean, I was a kid. And it used to be uh, this term for cops, you know, they, they didn't call them pigs. They called them fuzz, like on movies, they call them the fuzz. Yep. And I said that once. I said the fuzz, and my father smacked me. He said, what did you say? I said, well, he goes, you don't call them fuzz. My grandfather was a cop. And I said, okay. And I never called them fuzz again. I didn't realize that was a derogatory name for cops. It was, you know how things get... At the time it was, and like the movies they would call them, you know, they'd have like a, the Mod Squad was a TV show and they'd go, oh, it's the Fuzz. And I was like, I don't know, eight or something, and I called them the Fuzz. Uh, I never did that again. But uh, this is a kid, I'm going to guess his parents are big BLM supporters, telling him that the cops are real bad guys and real racist. But let's watch this kid. And how old would you guess? Seven? Eight, oh, younger. Six? Five? Four or five? Not only harassing the cops and calling them all kinds of names, but hitting them, actually hitting a uniformed police officer. This kid, he has no chance in life. His parents are just the or whoever's raising are just the worst people in the world. Go ahead and play it. If you're just listening, the kid, I was wrong. You're right. That's four or five. How old? The kid is, there's one of the kids is, has, has a diaper on, but the kid doing all the talking is maybe five. He's wearing nothing but his underwear, so clearly he's, you know, well parents are doing a great job. <laughs> nothing but underwear, and he's calling the cop a bitch, a bitch to his face, and then he's swinging at the cop. He's five, and the cop puts his hand down to stop him because the kid's look, does he not look like he's reaching for the gun? Yeah. He's reaching for something, and, and someone took the time to videotape it and post it on TikTok, and you're saying, holy crap, that kid. When he's older, that kid is going to be trouble. Telling the cop to get out of here and calling him a bitch while sitting there in his underwear. I mean, do you remember being a kid and seeing a cop? You thought it was like seeing, you know, like just some larger than life movie character. He's got a gun. He's got a, a badge. He's got a nightstick. You know, you just were in, in awe. This kid goes up and takes a swing at him and calls him a bitch. And the cop's just trying to be nice. He bends over and, he, and he's got a, like a bottle of Gatorade. And the kid's like, get out of here, bitch. A five-year-old. You know what? Someone should track him. Get his name. Find out where he lives. <laughs> track him. Because it is not going to end well for that kid. It's funny and, uh, It's funny to think that you got smacked for calling him the fuzz. Not to their face. But this kid's like, what's up, bitch? And he's throwing like left hooks at the dude's oblique. And there's an older kid behind him. But I don't think there's any parents who are in sight or any adults in sight. 
And the cop's oh, yeah. just trying to, hey, little man, I don't know what he's saying. Hey, guy, I mean, hey, kids. And the kids just got out of here, bitch. Yeah, the older kid's maybe 10. Yeah, and none of them has any clothes on, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. We will, we'll leave it there. That's, I guess, that's just the sad state of this country right now. Sad state of, that's, that's a kid who's... Uh, listening to someone, someone's telling them cops are bad people, racist, awful people, and he's believing them. Yep. Sad, sad state of affairs. Why? Texter says, why are they all in their underwear? It's a good point. <laughs> Shouldn't they at least have shorts on, a bathing suit or something? They're out playing and they're all in their underwear. You guys own shoes? No shoes, no shirts, right? No service. But all right, we'll leave it there. I didn't miss anything important, did I? I want to wrap this up. Now nah, we're good. We're good. All right. Thanks to everybody for watching and listening and texting. And uh, everyone's uh, saying they, they like that song. They agree with us. That is not a bad song, but she is uh, uh, she is not not exactly an inspiration, not exactly a profile in courage that may see Craig. But all right. Thanks, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution.